0: everyone. It's episode 210 of Patriots Beat on the CLNS Media Network. That can be found at www.clnsmedia.com. Follow us on Twitter at CLNS Media and on Facebook at facebook.com slash CLNS Media. Well, it is my great pleasure to introduce one of the people who I think knows the inner workings of the Patriots better than anybody else without working for the New England Patriots. What do I mean by that? Miguel Benzon has been spending many, many, many years breaking down exactly how the Patriots manage and manipulate their very complex NFL salary cap. And appropriately enough, he is on Twitter, at PatsCap, that's pats C A P, and one of the things you always know about Miguel Benzon is by following him, you know how much cap space the Patriots have because he includes it in his Twitter handle, which as of this recording is six million dollars, or six million two hundred three thousand seven hundred and thirty nine dollars. That is the Patriots' cap space. My great honor and pleasure to introduce Miguel Benzon. Miguel, how did you get in? To the art of following the Patriots and following it so closely with regards to their cap space.
1: Well, I've always been a Patriot fan my entire life. All right. Um, so why I started to follow the Patriots salary cap? Is one day I saw in the Globe a number for I believe it's Ted Johnson. Okay, i uh, this is that's in 2000, 2002, Next sure. day I read a different number for in the Boston Herald for this for Ted Johnson. That can't be right. So then I started looking up the, the, the rules of, of figuring out a person's salary cap number. And then I asked my fellow Patriots fans, and this is way back in the day. People are like like, Usenet news groups and message boards. And I said, oh, if, you, t- if I, you find out any information about contracts, let me know. I put on my, I out a little web page out there and I've been on, been doing this since 2001. Um, right now, like my webpage is passcap.com. Um, So the, the reason I started really started doing it is I thought I, I no offense to the, the Patriots Beat writers, right? But I thought I could do a better job. I could see right there that I could do a better job. I thought I could do a better job of following a niche area than they were doing. And I you know what I'm saying? And that's sure. why I started doing it and that's you know, um so now, you know, that's, that's why I've been doing because I, I thought it couldn't be right that one day you I read something with five a player's number was five million dollars and the next day I read six million dollars. I couldn't just be right, and I'm, you know, I've always been pretty good in math, and it just cut me right away. I said, "Well, we can, I could do, I could figure this
0: out." Well, you know, I, I got to tell you, Miguel, there are other teams who could have your same responsibility as a fan, but you happen to have, I think, the team that manipulates, as I said in the opening, and manages the salary cap more aggressively than any other team in the National Football League. From your perspective, what is it about the way Mc, uh, Bill Belichick and Nick Casario manage the salary cap that has made them so successful in the salary cap era?
1: They are willing to cut the mistakes early. They, uh, they, and they take advantage of um, market inefficiencies. They zig when they, when they're, when they zag. What I mean by that, Mike, is that when he. In the recent years, example that the salary, average salary cap number for the running backs has gone down. Well, who was one of the first teams to stop paying the running backs a lot of money? Except for this year, okay? it was the first year in a long time the Patriots paid have a lot of money towards the cap, the salary cap. So they would zag. They would have defensive. They would pay have a lot of defensive tackles. Instead of having defensive ends, because defensive tackles are a lot cheaper to pay than defensive ends, you know what I'm saying? Right. This is, it's, you know, so Gil, and then they would have they would have three safeties on the field, right? So the third safety is cheaper typically than the fourth or fifth linebacker. So they would do something, like, and one of the first, their pitch is one of the first teams that, to just to go go with two quarterbacks in the roster. All right. So you allow yourself to to by not paying the third quarterback, you have someone else on the team probably cheaper that can play multiple positions, and they value versatility. Like Bill's always saying, the more than you can do, the better you can help the team. That those things they they get that player to do many things, all right? But they um, so they pay that player that they value the team for what they can do for that that for that for them for them. Some players you've know, seen players leave the Patriots and not do so well. All right? Some players have, have done you know, so you know, Darius Butler, Adam, blah blah blah. This but for the most part, if a player leaves the Patriots, they're not gonna do as well here as, as, in the NFL as they are in the Patriots.
0: So I'm I'm gonna ask you something that you tweeted out on Tuesday morning and that was um, a a note about the injured reserve and how that works and why it's relevant to the Patriots for players like Julian Edelman versus a McClellan when you can designate a player to return and when they can't. Now, obviously, I bring it up for this argument's sake because we all know Julian Edelman is gone for the year, and I'm not trying to bring – you know, trying to – uh, make it sound like Julian Edelman would at all have a chance of coming back this year. He's not, but there is a difference between when you put a player on injured reserve and when that player can return uh, to uh, designated as returning to the uh, NFL.
1: Yeah. So basically, all right, for whatever reason, and, and people are asking this on Twitter, like, why do they do this, right? So they used to have two cut downs. Now it's just one. So if you're in order to be eligible. To come back from being IR. You have to be on the 53-man roster as of September 2nd, which was Saturday. That was the day all teams had to get down to 53. Edelman, to get down to 53, the Patriots put Edelman on IR. They left McClellan on the 53-man roster, right. and then they put him on IR, and then be signed Bolden. I'm, you know what I'm saying? So that's the rule. If you're on the 53-man roster, if you're on the 53-man roster, you can be placed on you can come back and then place on IR later. The question that people ask me is like, "How many, how many weeks will the like, will McClone have to be out? He'll be out at least eight weeks."
0: Now, did they increase yeah. it, uh, Miguel? Did they increase the number of players this year to, from one to two in terms of players that you can designate as returning? Yes, but none of the
1: players. Did. So right now, the only player that I got placed on IR after the first cutdown was McClellan. So he's, doing, of course, some eligible. Any player who goes on IR afterwards, they have to wait. Um, That's two more players, and then you don't even have to tell. Like, the Patriots do not have didn't have to designate McClellan now, so if they decide, well, Gronk or Brady gets hurt, blah blah blah, we can get those guys to come back. Well, because they don't use the uh, designation on those two players? So, when, but once you once McClellan practices, the Patriots may need to make a decision then. The first practice he first practice he attends, the Patriots have to say that in the NFL. Yeah, he's a good diva, but we does need to retire.
0: All right, I'm going to get into the mechanics of uh, the Patriots roster right now as okay. it, as it uh, relates to the salaries and their cap hits. Tom Brady, right. Tom Brady is at the top of the list. I think we all under, know that, but his cap hit is not what his dead cap would be. His cap hit is approximately um, exactly a half. It's $14 million. That's his cap hit, but if they were to trade him or release him, obviously, you're not going to do that. It would be double that, or 20, $28 million.
1: Yeah, so so with, with, with Brady, right, he's got, this year, he's unbelievable. He's got a $1 million salary, and the rest of his um, born, $13 million is born in right? Right. Now, now this after June 1st, if they were to, let's say, decide to continue, him, right, they would, he, he, the 13 million dollars signing the would remain on the cap this year, and then they would take a 14 million dollar hit next year. Okay, the reason I put on on the, on my page, it says one million, dollars, because his salary got fully guaranteed um, earlier this year. So if they were to cut him, right, his, he, they would still have to pay him his money. Like some, for some, like McCordy, Gilmore, some of these players, their salary is guaranteed. So if they, even if they get cut, then can pay the
0: salary. So, I don't think a lot of fans would guess who is number two. Maybe they would. Maybe the intelligent fan, um, the, the the futuristic thinking fan of the Patriots, would understand the logic behind the second highest paid cap hit on the Patriots. It's Nate Solder at about eleven point one million dollars. I'm talking cap hit. I'm not. And 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 percentage of the cap which Solder is about seven percent, Brady is eight point seven nine percent. It's not Rob Gronkowski, who is only four point two four percent of the cap. That's that number surprises me. And Julian Edelman's even less. He's uh, I believe four point seven percent of the Patriots cap percentage. Do those numbers surprise you? Um, Solder,
1: no, because he's I consider him one of the top. Left tackles in the league, and he's in the, and, and his last year of the deal. Usually, if you uh, we're talking about how Patriots structure their deals, especially long-term deals, low cap hit first year, and has increased the, that's up to the last year. He's going to lose in his last year of the deal, so he's going to have a high cap number. Gronk, um, he's got an interesting cap number because of the way of his 2012 extension. Um, it's low now, but it's going to increase to 11 million dollars next year. Um, so you know, and Edelman's just got that deal, got that, that his bonus, blah blah blah. Um, so like, it's it's interesting in that in that sense, but he is still for a guy who's in what I consider one of the best slot receivers in the league. Or if you want to even take out the adjective "slot," you can say he's one of the best wide receivers in the league. he's still didn't. I consider underpaid. You know what I'm saying, right? Um, you know, um, so yes, they, it, Nate Solder. I don't think if I was to ask by next time when I go to the game, I'll ask if I was to ask who's the number one, two, I, number two. I would bet most of the people would say either Gilmore or Gronk.
0: Right, and that's I what say,
1: I don't think would be left. It would be Solder.
0: I don't think it would just because I think people assume that Nate Solder's contract, when it was done, would be less. Uh, Than the newer contracts, the re- We understand R- Rob Gronkowski had his contract reworked last summer, correct? Last yes, or but, in the offseason. But
1: really, yeah, but he didn't change his cap number at all. All it did was give, give him incentives, and because the incentives would be considered not likely to be earned, it didn't change his cap.
0: Number. I'm going to ask you next, Miguel, about a contract that was done uh, for Dante Hightower. Um, I think people understand that you know he has um, a uh, a new contract. What did uh-huh. you think of the particulars of the Dante Adanta Hightower contract and did you think that the Patriots would wind up uh re-signing him because he would come back to New England?
1: Okay, I thought, I was, like, if you, you, I thought he was going to get a big car, bigger contract in the year. Right? I so he I the kid deal shocked me by how low it is, right? And I and I and I said this to my friends on it like I thought Tennessee should have should have overpaid for him just for the just for the value of addition by subtraction.
0: right right
1: yep. so like I met you know so like I went I went to um, I met Rod Mayo over the, over the spring he was t- you know I, I talked about him about high talent. He said, oh, he's coming back. He's coming back. You know, so so I think that teams knew that he was coming back. So, but that's why his deal, I thought he was going to get $12 million a year. He's not even get the $12 million a year. He needs to all the incentives. And he's got, his, his deal is very incentive-laden, very team-friendly. He has to play a lot of snaps to make his money. He has to get some, he's got to pull ball balls in there. Um. Is one of those deals? Like you asked me earlier, like what, why are the Patriots are so good at the salary cap? And they get they get players because they're winning to they take agree to take less than they could on, on there. they create. A, I, you know better than I though about the environment in there, and the culture in there. So I think players love playing for the Patriots, so they're willing to take less.
0: So for the record, Danta High Tower, uh, Miguel, four years, thirty five point <laughs> five million dollar contract. But yes. <laughs> get, it's it's only it was guaranteed seventeen million dollars at signing, and the total guaranteed number is nineteen million dollars. That is an incredible bargain for the Patriots.
1: Oh my God! I was, you, you, when I was told I thought you were going to get four years, 40 years. You know what I'm saying? And I thought you were going to get much, a much, much more in guaranteed money. I was dead wrong. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, like the hardest thing to get is the you thing to judge is what the players are willing to sign for. Like, saying, like when I do my, I do sometimes a project, I just think what a fair deal was. You know what I'm saying? But, right, you know what I'm saying? I just think what is a fair deal? If you think, if the player thinks less than, is, is willing to agree with that, that's, that's up on him. Same thing with, like, Steven Andrews. He signed for an extension. You know what I'm saying? If, if, I, you know, people say, well, he could have got more money. Yeah, but he's happy with his deal. Same. Uh, you know I mean? And then people, like any other flip side, is Malcolm Butler, right? Malcolm Butler has turned down turned down the office for the Patriots. Why? Because he probably thinks he's a high, he probably rates himself higher than the Patriots do. What's,
0: you know what I mean? let, let, let's examine that, uh, Miguel, because Stefan Gilmore signed five years, $65 million with the Patriots. Everybody knows he got $31 million at signing. Total guaranteed figure is $40 million. Malcolm Butler is yep. getting thanks, thanks, he's getting north of that, correct? If
1: I mean he should get if he plays like this year, as I mean, he keeps improving this year, he should get north of that. One of the reasons he's going to get north of that is because the cap keeps going up. You know I'm mean? saying so he's going to get the cap to go up. Let's say eight percent, so the cap, the lead cap was one sixty seven, next year it's going to be one eighty. So it's going to be teams. 'cause it'd be easier for teams to give them the same money as Gilmore, but actually you take up a lesser percentage of the cap than, than Gilmore.
0: That's fascinating. Um
1: yeah, I mean, I don't know like I don't know what what Butler wants this year. You know what I'm saying? Because like, 'cause he's got one year left on the deal. But people are talking about St. Holmes you would be twenty eight next year. Well guess who who's got the highest paid contract as a quarterback? That's Josh Norman. You know, when did he get his contract? When he turned twenty eight years old. So to say, you know, what? Uh, oh he's got one year uh, twenty he's gonna be he's not gonna get that kind of money. Well the guy who's got the richest contract of all quarterbacks of all time got, got his deal when he's twenty eight years old. That's that
0: you know is what I mean?
1: and and in, and if Butler thinks like, all things am like, if he thinks I'm as good as or close to Josh Norman, then he should ask you know, he's probably looking for Josh Norman money.
0: You know, I think everybody, Miguel, assumes that Malcolm Butler wants to get paid. And, you know... Why wouldn't he? Well, right. And 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 I say that because he is not going to do, I don't think, what Donta Hightower did. And he is not going to do what other Patriots have done in the past just to return to New England. I just don't see that happening. And I think the Patriots, to your point earlier, they forecast things like that with players better than any team in the National Football League. That's why they weren't willing. They weren't willing to go above a certain number, um, right. whether it's 15 million a year, which is the common uh, report out there, that uh, they weren't really willing to go above 15 million a year and let the market play out, as it were, and let Malcolm Butler play for his next contract this year, because in theory that should benefit the Patriots. We're going to do have more with Miguel Benzon talking about Tom Brady. Jimmy Garoppolo and the Jacoby Brissett impact, the trade last weekend uh, to the Indianapolis Colts. What kind of impact that'll have on Brady and uh, uh, Garoppolo going forward. But first, we have to take care of some business here. Fantasy football fans, the wait is nearly over. Football, football is back, which means FanDuel is back. FanDuel means fantasy football for everyday fans. New contests starting every week with no busted seasons. Something for everyone. Lots of contests to choose from starting at just $1. Just pick a contest, choose your team, and watch your score in real time. Over 2.5 million players have won a cash prize playing fantasy sports on FanDuel. Sign up today. Go to FanDuel.com. Click the Join Now button and use my code PATRIOTSBEAT. Again, use my code PatriotsBeat. At FanDuel.com. Try FanDuel for free with no deposit required. Visit FanDuel.com to claim your free contest and play for a share of $10,000. Just sign up using the promo code PATRIOTSBEAT. That's FanDuel.com. Promo code PATRIOTSBEAT. Void where prohibited. Again, we're talking with Miguel Benzon. He is the master when it comes to Patriots cap and salary cap figures. He is at Pat's Cap on Twitter. He is an absolute must-follow if you're not doing so already. If you're a Patriots fan or if you're an NFL fan, for that matter, the man knows salary cap and CBA, NFL CBA issues better than most on Twitter. And that is high praise indeed, and it's very well-deserved, Miguel. Thank you. We want to get to what the impact of the Jacoby Brissett deal last week will mean for the future of the Patriots quarterback situation. Now, Tommy Curran uh, of Comcast uh, New England said that don't read too much into it. Don't go nuts on the tea leaves because anything can change overnight with regard to injuries, with regard to the, the team's success this year or how they view the quarterback position going forward. That's a very fluid proposition. I want to ask you given what the projection for franchising Jimmy Garoppolo is next year, which is around $24, $25 million, correct me if I'm wrong, and Tom it's Brady. More, it's, oh, sorry. It's more like 23
1: dollars half 23 dollars half is, If the cap is going to be $180 million, right, It should be the franchise tax for a quarterback should be about $23.5 million. Because the franchise tax. Is going, to, is, a, is going to be a percentage of the cap, like so. The teams already know. What, um, the teams already and the NFLPA. I've, I've heard this. Um, I did some DMs about this. You know, I knew we were going to have this conversation. Um, so I DM this guy about Brady and Jimmy G. Right. And he says that the teams already know what the, what the percentage is going to be. They just have the NFL and NFLPA haven't agreed on it because sometimes have a, they disagree on a player's cap number because what gets included in the franchise tag number is kind of qu- quirky blues and stuff like that. So let's just say that, so the guy I asked said it's going to be around $23.5 million. If the league cap is $180, 180 million, so if the cap goes up, it was more than $180 minutes, the franchise tag will go down. It'll be less than two, and vice versa. Right? Um. I don't see how it can get to 24. I mean, I can see maybe it gets to 24. I don't see how it can get to 25. Okay. All right? Um, and if it, gets to, if it gets to 24, the cap is going to probably be around 180, 190, which is going to be, you know, 185, 190, which is just going to be ridiculous. I mean, I thought this year there's was a lot of cap space, but if it gets to 190, the average team is going to have a ton of cap space. Um, so let's just work, let's say, just say the cap is $180 million, because that, that's in line with the recent increases in the cap. Got it. Jimmy G, you know, Jimmy G is going to be 23 and a half. Let's just say, say the franchise tech, Jimmy G, he's going to be around 23 and a half, just to make it simple numbers. Brady's 2018 franchise tech cap number is 22. The two of them together is about 45 and a half. That's about 25% of the cap. But that's before, all, before any adjustments. All right, um, Patriots have never come close to spending twenty five percent of the cap on, on a quarterback Brady, while Brady's been a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Because usually, and the other thing I and I should have said this before about the Seattle like the Patriots have always redone his deal with two years left. So they and when they by doing that, they, he has to give him a discount because he's two years away from free agency. So he, he passed on to them based on the Patriots his injury risk. You know what I'm saying, so because, like, for example, Malcolm Butler, if he by not taking a deal with the Patriots now, he's taking a chance that he's not getting injured during his year. So when you do, when you extend Brady with two years left, he has to give you a discount for that.
0: Right. Um, so he's so, so that's in that's other tough. words, Brady Brady is buying out, uh, for all intents and purposes, insurance against his, the next two years of his contract.
1: Yeah. That's what he's been doing a long time, for the longest time. And then the last couple, of years, the last couple of deals, he could have pressed for more money, and he didn't. Um, why? Kraft probably told him he's like, "Oh, really? We can't. Afford, we can't, we'd rather have you keep at a low percentage." And and Brady said, "Yeah, let's do it." You know, because he wants to be a winner. You know what I'm saying? So, and he could he probably not making enough money. You know, what I'm saying, hey, I can afford not to get all the money money up front. You know what I'm saying?
0: So could he do that again next year? Could Brady... Because that is what fans tell me all the time on Twitter when I say there's no way, and you just said it a couple of moments ago, there's no way the Patriots are spending 25% of their cap on two quarterbacks, right? That's just not going to happen. So like,
1: so so let's just tie this all back together, all right? Please do. Okay, so... percent. I want to talk, circle back to percent. four percent trade, I said, well, maybe how they to get, what's one way of getting the 2018 number down? Is do what you did in the past. Give him a sign bonus in 2017, lower his cap number in 2018 and 2019, and then you can afford to tag Jimmy G in 2018. All right? Now you keep so by trading. Reset, you can't really, you know, you really don't want to do that now because you don't can't get rid of Jimmy G. If just in case uh, there's another team wants to trade about a of picks, their starting quarterback got injured in, earlier in the 2017 season. All right, so what could, what they could do next year, let's say they wanted to, and Brady tells them he plays well, wins a, a six Super Bowl, he plays well, hey. I do play for another four or five years. Just do do what you always do. We Extend the pound, lower the cap number, and A. And if you want to tag Jimmy G, then you can. Because his, his cap right. number has gone down. It's not going to be 25%. It might be a little higher than it's been in the past.
0: All right? But you got the the, the oh, GOAT playing for it. Let, let me ask you the $64 million question. Pun intended. Okay. Okay, what percentage of the cap, what is the maximum percentage of the cap that the Patriots will spend on Brady and Garoppolo in 2018 if push comes to shove?
1: I, I think 20. I think they can get away with 20. I don't think they can get away with 25. I think they can get away with 20, and this is what would have to happen to get to 20. Yep. All right. They would have to, the grievance with Hernandez, they have to get that money. Hmm. $3.25 million you know what I'm saying yep um, that Cronk his cap number from $11 million so whatever you know through an extension trade cut whatever okay you got Cooks you reach a deal with Cooks lowering his cap number from $8 million um wow but the problem is with doing the 20% is that you got Trey Flowers and Jack Mason in the last year of the rookie deals. See, that's why it's... And, um... So that... Ooh, 20%. And the really... Like, I'm answering the question now. It's going full well. There are some players' incentives and injuries that will affect the cap, how much cap space they'll have next year. Sure. But 20 is... 20 is a math. Now, the more I think about it, and I'm talking to you, 20 is tight.
0: That's a lot. Man but it's an, it's an, it's an exceptional situation, Miguel. And that's why I think, I don't know if, if Robert Kraft steps in or Jonathan Kraft says we have to keep Brady for the brand. And that very well could be. And there's a lot of, a lot of thought out there. A lot of, um, supposition that that's exactly the way the Patriots are thinking. They are not about to give that Brady brand to another NFL team. Yes, I I'm trying to
1: think. I think that's tight. I'm gonna go seventeen. I get the 20. I'm sorry, i changed my mind. I think 17 and a half. Um, and that's in, But they 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 can't see the players they that could really hurt them. With terms of sentences, Gronk. If Gronk gets five and a half million dollars, and you want him to do that, that five million dollars off there's the lower the adjusted cap to 2018. So you don't like, like for example, it kind of helps them that McClellan's not going to earn his money to help them. Edelman's not going to earn his money. Um, but it's going to hurt. Like for example, David Andrews, if he plays every staff like he did this year, let I me mean know last last year, his cap numbers to go up. By $700,000. That's what his incentive is. Playing time. Um, yeah. I'm going to go 17 and a half. Mike. All I'm right. 17 and a
0: half. All right. I want to end this conversation, Miguel, on a fun, um, kind of outside the box type of question. I want you to give me the highest you can ever remember your Twitter handle getting up to the value and the lowest it's ever gotten down to in the time you've been doing this.
1: Um, sixty at the beginning of no, 55 beginning this year. And the lowest was wrong. I, 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 um I found out later I was wrong. Um so I think the lowest it's ever really been right was less than uh I would say less than a million and a half when they ended up with one well when ended the, the, end the season with like, near million and a half. Um I don't think that yeah, they're not yeah. This year is the highest and several years ago they ended up with very little cap space. Um but and that's but I, I had some one time I said people they were really, really, really close to zero, but then I found, found out later I was wrong. I, I found I read, I I found out I misinterpreted a contract wrong, so I misinterpreted a contract you know so. You know what? I um, think
0: you're allowed, Miguel, because um <laughs> I'm sure a lot of these NFL teams misinterpret contracts uh, once in a while, and um, you know I'm sure it's cost okay. them a pretty penny. But
1: uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's like Like if you go onto the NFLPA site, they put in that contract in for of way for, for a mistake, and that's why the average the league average is off.
0: Well, Miguel, how yeah. can how can people follow you again, both uh, on social media, on Twitter, and uh, your website? Please give us all the details.
1: Okay, okay you can follow me on Twitter at patscap, p a t s c a p. My website is www.patscap.com. Um, I also occasionally post on the patsfans message board, and so that's, I don't have an Instagram. I don't have Snapchat. Um, so
0: that's about it on social media. <laughs> well, uh, uh, certainly, if people are doing their due diligence on the Patriots' salary cap, they are following Miguel Benzon at Pat's Cap mm-hmm. on Twitter. Miguel, thanks so much. Stay with CLNS. Anytime, Mike. You bet. Stay with CLNS all day on game day, starting with the CLNS Media New England Patriots pregame show with Alex Barth a half hour before every game. Then you can catch the postgame show with Marvin Eason. And Mike Malinow live after every single game on clnsmedia.com. Subscribe to both on iTunes and Stitcher and YouTube. Also get daily team updates on the Patriots Newsfeed podcast with Tyler Trudeau, which is also available on the CLNS Media New England Patriots postgame show feed. Available once again on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and of course the CLNS Media mobile app. Thanks again for downloading today's Patriots beat. We want to once again thank, thank our guest Miguel Benzon from PatsCap and PatsFans.com. You can follow him at Twitter on Twitter, I should say, at PatsCap. You can also give us a follow at Patriots underscore beat and at CLNS Media. And you can give my own personal account a follow, of course, at Trags T R A G S. Today's sponsors, of course, the one and only FanDuel for Patriots content manager Mike Alonghi, CLNS media executive producer Larry H. Russell, the founder of the network Nick Gelso. Thanks to everyone who tuned in. This is Mike Petralia, and this is the Patriots Beat podcast powered by CLNS Media. What's going on, Past Nation? This is Marvin Zun of the CLNS Media Network, and I'm here to tell you right now to check out the CLNS Media New England Patriots postgame show hosted by myself and my co host Mr. Mike Nice and live on CLNS radio immediately after every single pass game. Calling at
1: 929 477 2386 toll free to get your voice heard and contribute to the host breakdown and analysis of the latest Patriots contest. We also got the stars
0: and sorrows of the day, Twitter posts for the plays of the game, and everything else that is going on with the five time Super Bowl champion.